Come on in. The listening is fine. The Carolina Outdoors is now in session. Your host, Bill Barty on this side. Wes Lawson on that side. The breakdown. We're going to talk about things in the outdoors, people making it happen, subject matter that's close and dear to our hearts. And we hope that you'll uh, join in with those ears. Wes, awesome. Awesome to have you. Awesome to be here. Indeed it is. <laughs> you know, we've got some fun things to talk about, some stuff that we don't normally cover here on the Carolina Outdoor Show. That's going to be good. And it is going to be fine, fine listening. Bill, what should we talk about first, I wonder? Well, first off is let's give a little bit of a report um, uh, regarding the Carolina Outdoors. You've heard us talk about it in recent weeks. In fact, last week we just covered produce, fresh fruits, fresh vegetables as the Weather warms up. They are coming into their season and in vogue because of that. Also, we talked a little bit about scouting for turkey season. All of that is proper subject matter. Something that we're looking for in the Carolina outdoors, besides those seasons, though, is the shad run. So the shad run is going to be going on on area rivers throughout the Carolinas. Why is that important? Why is the American shad pushing up a river? It's because uh, uh, the fish that are following them, the stripers who are eating those shad, um, will be quickly following. Why is that important? Well, the shad, first off, not only can the stri- stripers eat them, but also they are fun for the recreational angler to catch. We've talked about tarpon fishing here on the Carolina Outdoors. One of the closest albeit smaller fish that fight similarly from a uh, sporting aspect, is the shad. So you can get out there and catch a 2-pound, 3-pound, 4-pound shad. That's the size of these fish, and it will give you a great fight. Yeah, they really will. And, you know, if you're lucky, there may be somebody else close behind, too, that will make it for even more fun, you know, one of those one of those stripers. You know, Bill, one of the things we've talked about, we've kind of teased before, are the, the seasons. And we are now in meteorological spring. But let me tell you, there are actually 12 seasons here in North Carolina. I don't know if you know that. Uh, we just wrapped up winter, and then you have uh, Fool's Spring. Oh, yes. Right? So you, you get that little tease where it's not 50 and wet. And then you have second winter. I think we've already had that. You know, there was that uh, snow warning a few weeks ago. Then you have the spring of deception, third winter. And I think now we are actually really in the pollening. <laughs> the pollening. I can write my name in the pollen on my truck outside. Then we have actual spring, summer, and then the, the season we know really well here in the southeast, hell's front porch, false fall, second summer, actual fall. So I think we are now, we've we've left third winter and we're in the pollening, which is up when the, sh- the shad are running, the mountain laurel are about to bloom, and the bees are coming out. If you're in my neighborhood, the coyotes are running around and the deer are walking around and all of that fun stuff. So, so I would love to go through those and give the breakdown of each one, um, namely the third winter. And I don't know if we have had that third winter. When we were talking produce, vegetables, and all of that, one of the things that kind of crept to the top was the the frost and freeze yeah. warnings that come into effect that do affect the, the peach crop. It can kill them, can damage them, and then they have to start bringing them in from other farms further south. And as we learned last year, and you know what, last year has been a blur, so to speak, in many ways, 
but last year was one of the latest freezes yep. as it was was it mid May or so something like that well in the year before you know if any of the listeners are uh, scouting people the year before I'd gone to one of those cubberies at a Belk Scout camp and it got down to like 9 degrees one night and that was in April and no one was dressed for 9 degrees in April but it was cold <laughs> you know so you you might be right it might be the pollening in third spring might have switched, or third winter might have switched places there. But and, and we have had a pretty easy go of it, I think. I hope people, uh, at least in the Carolinas, would agree. We know our friends over in Texas got pounded um, just a few short weeks ago. But here in the Carolinas, the past two have really been mild. Uh, mild winters, whatever it is. The the uh, That's an awesome breakdown of our of our numerous seasons. Yeah, I think you're right. But, you know, uh, I'll tell us, tell our friends in, in Texas that um, life's about choices, and you can choose to live in Texas or you can choose to live in the Carolinas where we have good, mild weather and those really good strawberries from Bush and Vine. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because as the Carolina Outdoors is available for the ears listening in several ways. One of them is at jessebrowns.com. The other is via podcast. The third, early on a Saturday morning as we blast up and down the eastern seaboard, we're welcoming people who are listening to AM radio from New York, from Florida, and all points in between. We're glad that we're here in the Carolinas talking about the things going on in the Carolinas. We hang our hats at a place called Jesse Brown's Outdoors, located in the South Park, Charlotte's shopping district of the South Park area in Sharon Corners. We are going to talk a little bit about the history of that place where we hang our hat, Jesse Brown's, right after this quick break. You're listening to the Carolina Outdoors. <laughs> 